If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA USLRC. John Dramani Mahama says Ghanaians have become numb to cases of corruption in the country. He says that in reference to the current corruption perception index, the former president attributes the present situation to government's lack of interest in fighting the menace. Mr. Mahama says his government, if successful, will strengthen measures to fight corruption, insisting on its readiness to discontinue the SML agreement. Nanao Jima has more in this report. The NDC is touring the eastern region as part of the Building Ghana Tour. The tour, which is seeking the opinions of Ghanaians in joining the party's manifesto, met labor unions in the region. At the town hall meeting, issues of corruption were raised by the electorate. A moment when you call corruption, home I know my way corruption queer. Moment when you call Sadia Baya or my mano, Yebenya Sumbia. According to the Corruption Perception Index 2023, Ghana maintained its score of 43 for the fourth consecutive year. The country ranks 70th out of 180 countries and territories assessed in the CPI. One would have thought that the corruption cases were enough, but 
It's even made Ghanaians numb. Now Ghanaians are not surprised again. This corruption does not shock Ghanaians the way it used to shock us. Today when there's a scandal, people are like, oh, because they are all tired. Everybody is tired. And so even in the twilight, when you're about to exit office, you're still coming up with schemes to steal Ghanaians' money. And this is at a time when we have the Office of Special Prosecutor. Suddenly they say, Special Prosecutor should return all Cecilia Dapai's money to her. And then the explanation they give is that Special Prosecutor cannot handle money laundry cases and what. So what was the need to establish the Office of the Special Prosecutor? I know why it was established. It was established to go after political opponents. Unfortunately, the special prosecutor is investigating everybody. And now that is biting their own people, suddenly the special prosecutor can't do this. You can't seize this person's money. The last time, he was very frustrated. Meanwhile, the NDC has indicated willingness to investigate the disbursement of COVID-19 funds. Mr. Mahama further insisted on dealing with corruption menace, indicating plans to discontinue the SML arrangement in the oil sector. An NDC government under me will not accept or recognize this SML agreement. We will not accept or recognize the SML agreement. Parliament is investigating it. The president has hurriedly gone to get KPMG to come and audit it. Whatever audit they do, I say we won't accept or respect any agreement with SML. COVID was an adversity, but it was also an opportunity because plenty of people poured money into Ghana. The IMF gave us $1 billion free. Then they gave us another $1 billion special drawing, um, uh, uh, long-term loan. One was SGR, one was a uh, uh, long-term in low-interest loan. $2 billion. World Bank gave us almost $1 billion, $3 billion. Then aside from that, Bank of Ghana gave 10 billion CDs and another 10 billion CDs. African Development Bank gave us money. GIZ gave us money. China gave us money. And the Auditor, the auditor, general, the auditor general audited it and said the money was misused. For Joy News, Danai Ojima reporting. Mr. Mahama says his government, if successful, will strengthen measures to fight corruption, insisting on its readiness to discontinue the SML deal. Uh, the NDC flag bearer also believes the NPP government has nothing more to offer with 10 months to elections. According to him, after the uh, NPP deceived the people for political power, they have failed to ease the burden of the people. Speaking at a town hall meeting at Fankedria, the former president promised a comeback to revive the industries in that area, if successful, in search for another term. Nanaya Ojima uh, is in the EC region with the NDC flag bearer and his father's report once again. The Building Ghana Tour of the NDC aims at seeking suggestions of the public in building a manifesto for the upcoming elections. In the Eastern region, the flag bearer of the NDC, John Dramani Mahama, was well received by the people of the area. In a meeting with the Anum Traditional Council, the chiefs passionately appealed 
for roads in the area to be given some attention if successful in staging a comeback. I humbly request that in the event of a successful election outcome, His Excellency Mr. John Tremani Mahama, as again president, to prioritize the reconstruction of our road. The NDC flag bearer, who had to endure the rugged nature of the road, assured of preparedness to get the road fixed. He says the new patriotic party has nothing to offer the people of the area. We have 10 months to election. They can't do more with the time left. They are finished. They can't do more. You have to think carefully and make the right choice. The NDC is the government that has given the area all development you have. A town hall meeting was held with farmers, fishermen and fishmongers. Here, a promise was made to revive the collapsed industries if successful in staging a comeback. Now share a free Yaman Penny Okuma Abresa or your factory factory waha. You were your upon textiles, you were across on both textiles. Ah, Nanina a year, Juma. And so I need the MC Nina conform. Japan and Akosobo textiles were constructed by the first president, Osajifu Kwame Nkoma, but it collapsed. It is one of the reasons why the youth in this area have no jobs. In my term, I helped revive it, but I hear it is down again. We will work to revive it again. I know the traditional authority will help us with lands to get other factories. I know there is a shoe factory here. We started a railway line also. We know with the railways, we can reintroduce factories here. The NDC flag bearer continues to assure the electorate of improved economy. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima, Eastern Region. Nanaya Ojima joins me with more on uh, that. Well, Nanaya, what more can you report from the Eastern Region and what's the itinerary of the NDC flag bearer today? Can you mute for me, Nanael?
No, kindly unmute. I, I can't, it, it's difficult hearing you. is following the uh, NDC flag bearer, uh, John Mahama. Now, now uh, you, you're on air. Let's hear you. All right. So, um, Aisha, if I'm audible now, yesterday the flag bearer of the NDC, John Dramani Mahama, was well received by the people of this uh, eastern region from Frankoba, Anun, and other areas. The people there were excited about his visit to the area. Some of the things that they spoke about were the poor nature of the roads within these areas. And they also want the flag of the NBC, John Mahama, to ensure that if he is voted back into power, he is able to help revive the economy. Because according to some of them, due to the challenges with the economy, it's very difficult for them to make ends meet. So they believe that there is need for John Mahama to pay critical attention to issues of the economy when voted into power. Yesterday, he also had the opportunity of meeting labor unions within the Koforidia area. And according to the labor unions, um, some of them who spoke at the event, teachers to be specific, and other um, bodies, professional bodies, also um, want him to ensure that when voted into government, he sees to the um, fixing of their remuneration especially teachers, according to them, um, what they've been receiving is nothing to write home about. And due to the um, instability of the, or the depreciating city, their income is unable to um, to help them survive as expected. So they, they want him to ensure that, one, the economy is um, made stable, and secondly, ensure that teachers or these salary workers get the remuneration that they are they are supposed to get per the work that they put into the country. This morning, um, his first meeting is with the clergy within the Eastern region. Presently, the meeting is ongoing, and um, leaving by the time as of the time I was leaving this area, some questions have been asked about um, free senior high school, and also some people or some of these clergymen cautioned against chaos in this election. Now, um, the former president or the flag of the NDC has been responding to these questions that were raised in the meeting. Um, first of all, um, John Mahama says the ECS, it's the ECS responsibility to ensure that there's fairness in the election, and he believes that if there's fairness, it's been very hard for um, chaos to happen. But he will not discount what the clergymen are saying here. But what he is saying is that there is need to for the EC to ensure a fair playing field, especially as of now that the EC is introducing um, new, uh, is giving new directives for the upcoming election or making changes or making electoral reforms. He believes that it's too late. It should have come earlier if the EC wanted these reforms to be used in the upcoming election. So he is trusting the EC to do a very good job and also falling on the people in the clergy to also join the um, stakeholders, speak against introduction of new policies into the um, in, in, into the upcoming election. So um, on free SHS, he says that the NDC will look at um, transforming this free SHS policy or making it better 
than what is being observed presently. He has expressed dissatisfaction about um, the some aspects of the free SHS and talking about feeding and other areas. And he says that these are, these are things that he will make better when he is voted into power. So as of now, a meeting with the clergy and other um, heads of the Christian community are in a meeting and it's ongoing. From here, he will meet the Zogu community within Ophoridia and other meetings will follow. There are town hall meetings that are also scheduled for today. And um, this today happens to be the last day of the tour of the eastern region. From the eastern region, the flag of the NDC will head to the northern regions to also take their views um, in building the next manifesto of the National Democratic Congress. Nana Ajima with that update from the Building Ghana tour. Uh, today he's given us the outline. Uh, we'll definitely bring you more from that tour. It's been two weeks since the Senior Staff Association of Public Universities declared a nationwide industrial action over the Tier 2 pension payments and other allowances. Since the action was declared, other groupings, including the Tertiary Education Workers Union 2, Ghana Association of University Administrators, have all joined in over a similar concern. This joint action is affecting education at both tertiary and basic school levels. Pupils and parents are expressing frustration following the total shutdown of the University of Ghana and Kwame Nkrumah University basic schools. First, my colleague Fred Kwesi Kwating has been to the University of Ghana basic school. He's been interacting with Benjamin Nkrumah uh, Nkumsa, who is vice chairman of the Teachers and Education Workers Union, Teu University of Ghana branch. Mm. As you can see, the place empty. And why is affecting basic school? Because in, under, in the university here, we have teachers who belong to the various unions. We have teachers who belong to Teu. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. 
¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. We have teachers who belong to FUSA, that is the Federation University of University Senior Administrations. So these are categories of staffs and teachers who belong to the various unions. How many of the staff at the Brazil School belong to these unions? If we put it together, if I, I if if my I can I can say about we have about almost um 50, I mean 40 of teachers. Yeah. 40 of yeah, because comprise the KG, the the primary and the Um, the judges. So about, hmm. 40, about 40 of them now. The cleaners and the gardeners and the security men. And But I can see a pocket of students working on campus in uniform. Who are they and why are they there if you are saying the basic school has been closed down? And the basic school doesn't comprise, it's, it's a big school. And probably the people that you are seeing around are people that they are they from trees. A little dispensation has been granted to them because of their peculiar they find themselves. So actually, those people that you see around, they are the form three students. For how long has the school been closed down? The, the school has been closed down for almost two weeks now. Two weeks? Yeah. When do we expect a resolution of this matter? Uh, as, 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 as we have been talking to most of the medias, we are expected to meet government somewhere Thursday. You see, as we are speaking, The, two, the issue was about two. One is about conditional service, which per our engagement with Labor Commission, um, a solution has been found. But now, the other one that we are looking at is the Tier 2 pension. And you know, as Tier 2 pension is for all employees, including even teachers in the school, because then they, they also retired. And as I've been saying, that government is still keeping our Tier 2 money within that if you look at this money should have been given to our, our farm managers to invest the money so that if a teacher or a staff is retired, the money will be invested and the interest accrued will be given as a retirement benefit. But as we are speaking now, the government is keeping the money and that's why we are in strike now. Now, how are students and parents reacting to this strike action? Aren't you putting them in a very difficult position? Really, you can say that, but you see, we are also parents. We also have to, our children in the school. We are people, people shouldn't think that we are staffs. We are staff that we don't care about those things. We have children that they also attend the school. So it's like you can't say the fathers should be crying at home when the children should be in the school. So it is not our intention. It is because of government is not being responsible to the issue concerning the universities. That is, that is, that is what has brought about all this. At the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, my colleague Nana Boache Yadom interacted with the university relations officer, pupils and parents who expressed frustration about the effect of the action by the various unions. 
It's been three weeks since the Teachers and Educational Workers Union of the Trades Union Congress, the Senior Staff Association and the Ghana Association of University Administrators laid down their tools of a poor working conditions. The failure of the government to reach an amicable settlement with the striking workers appears to have compounded the situation as the industrial action takes a toll on activities on campus. Authorities at KNUST announced the indefinite closure of the university's busy school. Here is University Relations Officer Dr. Norris Bakwee expressing the university's frustration over the unaddressed educational workers' strike. It has become painful as it is. Um, the management has no other choice but to close down the basic school. And we know it's going to have effect on parents because some of them um, are having to go to work. Uh, some have to attend to other businesses, but they have to be home, which means that they have to look for other alternatives to, to take care of their kids at home. It has complicated, there's already a, a already precarious situation in the university when uh, the senior staff declare strike. We appeal for a quick resolution to the various issues that the various groups have raised. So that, we, so that it doesn't affect the academic calendar. Meanwhile, parents and their wards continue to reel the closure of the school. They say they are being forced to spend more on home tuition. I'm hoping uh, they, they, they sit on a negotiation table as soon as possible to solve this pending issue. <laughs> Government must conclude its negotiations with the striking union. My children have to join me to make sales today because the school has been closed down. Well, government is expected to fasten its negotiation with the striking unions to ensure that the KNUST basic school is reopened for pupils. For Joy News, my name is Nana Bwachitankwe Yadom Kumase. Okay, in Accra, unpaid loans and unearned salaries by health workers currently on Exodus, making up a chunk of the irregularities of the health ministry and the Ghana Health Service when they appeared before the Public Accounts Committee Tuesday. The ministry took turns at the committee to answer questions on violations pointed out in the Auditor General's report. For 2022, it also emerged that at least three of these health workers had been referred to the Economic and Organized Crime Office, Yoko, and Interpol to assist with retrieval of the funds. My colleague James Averji was at the committee setting and has filed this report. The Ministry of Health and the Ghana Health Service appeared before the Public Account Committee on day two of the committee sitting. Procurement breaches and end salaries and an unserviced bonds were some of the several irregularities cited in the Auditor General's report for 2022. Now, in an instance involving the National Blood Center, Chairman of the Committee, James Kluche Averji, referred management of the Blood Center to the Attorney General for prosecution over some 130,000 procurement breaches. The next infraction is uncompetitive procurement. So there is a challenge at that uh, office where where we are doing restrictive tendering without seeking approval. If you want to do uh, procurement 
instead of looking for at least a minimum of three invoices or quotations, that one too you fail to do. And this one, we don't have any option than to refer you to the Attorney General for prosecution. So we are doing our part. Uh, you have breached the procurement law. So when you are prosecuted, the judges will take a decision on that. So Clark, take note. Uh, on that. Member of the committee and member of parliament for North Diroxin, Nelson Dapamekpo, who was clearly not happy with several of such procurement breaches that characterize the sitting today, requested that the chairman as well as the Ghana Audit Service get a bit tougher with punishment to such offenses, including prison terms. For me, even the rectification doesn't resolve the issue. So you need to take this matter seriously. It appears that procurement breaches are simply being, being glossed over and being treated with, with, with kids' gloves. It's a serious provision that should guide you. So, Chairman, I, even the auditors in giving recommendations, they should have recourse to this provision. Thank you. Yeah, we know. They've been making a recommendation that... The, the sanctions under the law should apply. It also emerged at a sitting today that apparently some nurses or health workers who have left the country to seek greener pastures or to further their education outside the country have left with loans and unearned salaries which they haven't paid. The Director General of the Ghana Health Service, Dr. Patrick Kumar Bwaji, explains how they are trying to retrieve some of these monies. Damien in so Ayini is currently, we believe, is in China. We managed to, to reach him. He's not paid. Uh, so we tried to place embargo on the guarantor's salary. But the court is demanding, uh, the, the bank demands a court order. And we are working on making sure that we retrieve the money from the guarantor. Okay. Unfortunately, we never get anything in writing from them. So, so where was the last time you visited them? To, so that you were able to respond to this question intelligently. <laughs> Sir, I, I have to confess it was, it was last year. Last year? It was last year. Um, January or February or December? Around November. I don't have the exact date. And what is the update from Yoko? They... I, there's nothing specific for. I, sorry, I have to find the right words to say. So when you say they are making effort to resolve this thing, it is not true. <laughs> okay, uh, then I suppose what I meant to say was that we have we have reported the matter to Yoko. Before all of this unfolded in the early hours of the sitting, a spectacle actually happened when the Minister of Health, as well as his two deputies, were announced to be absent at the sitting. And also the Minister is not here. We have colleagues who have contested this election, and they are here. If they have lost, there are people who have lost, and they are here. Two of the deputies lost, that's fine. But it doesn't mean that they shouldn't work. Are they resigning? And if they're not resigning, they should be here. So I don't think that that's a good excuse because they have gone to test, contest elections, they are unable to come. I mean, that, that, that's, that you should get a different excuse.
And the worst of it is that the chief director is not here. I mean, you're not taking us serious. The committee resumes to continue with the proceedings. Reporting from Parliament here in Accra, my name is James Aveji for Joy News. Away from that, staggering statistics from the just-released Ghana Demographic and Health Survey shows about 18% of married men in Ghana have two or more partners. 18.4% have had sexual intercourse with persons who are neither their wives. This data was put together by the Ghana Statistical Service. Joy News' lead data and research analyst Isaac Kofi-Ejai has been studying the figures and joins me in the studio with more. Kofi, very interesting <laughs> survey there. What's the breakdown of this report? We've been laughing about this already. Mm -hmm. We decided to put this in context. Yeah. So the 18% that we are talking about, those who are cheating, let's start with the men who are cheating. The cheating husbands. <laughs> Okay, let's start with the cheating husband. So, if you look at the data, uh, men who are cheating, we are looking around, you know, 18%. Okay. So it simply means that if you sample about 10 married, married men, men, you find two of them who are cheating. Cheating. The figure actually is, is, a, is relatively lower when you compare it to that of women. And one other thing that we also found is that um, if you look at men who are dealing with multiple partners, the same thing, if you sample 10 men, you get two, two of them who are two, two married men who are actually having multiple partners. Mm -hmm. Another shocking statistics or dimension of this whole narrative is that we try to look at the men who are married and are cheating mm -hmm. and their you know, status of education or educational yep. background. Yep. And one interesting trend emerged that the more men get educated, mm -hmm. the more they cheat on their, their, their spouses. Their spouses, wow. And the, the more women also get educated, the less they, they cheat. cheat. Okay. And one interesting statistic is that we have a population uh, aged between 15 and 24 years, and I shot 9% of them have two or more partners. You ask yourself, people are between the age of 15 to 25 years. Are they really married? They are. <laughs> They, they have two or more partners. Wow. And if you look at that, that's rather absolutely. surprising. I, I wasn't surprised about the one about married men. I was actually expecting a, a higher figure. Yes. So, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm really surprised that it's 18%. But what I'm surprised about is the age between age 15 and, and, uh, 24. and 24 so, who are having multiple partners. Almost about 10% of that age bracket, men, have two or more partners. Wow. And we can actually link this to the spread of HIV AIDS in Ghana, Ooh. where people are now having multiple partners and are not using contraceptives or mm. protection. That's the dangerous. The figure begins to increase when you decide to upgrade or increase the age bracket. Mm -hmm. So those who are even between, um, let's say, 20 to 24, about 17%. So it means that if you sample uh, Ghanaian men between the ages of 20 and 24, don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Two of them, about two of them, mm. have more than one partner. Okay. And then, when you begin to study it at the age bracket of 25 to uh, 29, it then increases to almost 24%. Oh, wow. Then 30 to 39, where we believe that most people are, are married or are, are preparing to get married, the figure then reduces to somewhere 19%. And when they are between the ages of 40 to 49%, mm. it then also reduces further to 14%. So, so that is 18. The, exactly. 18%. 18%. So mm. that's the interesting statistics we are, we are actually learning from the uh, Ghana Demographic and Health Survey, mm. the data put together by the Ghana Statistical What's accounting for this? Did, did it uh, state in the survey? So this is actually a survey. So usually you don't really get the causal, you know, uh, reasons or reasons why people are doing some of these things. Okay. But it gives you a good indication of what is really happening in our population where uh, a further, if you look at those who have never married, mm. never married, yeah. 12% of them have multiple partners, yeah. two or more. Mm. Those who are married and are staying together with someone, 15% of them, 17% of them have multiple partners. Mm, that, that's, that's the men? The, the men. Okay. Those who are divorced, men who are divorced, separated or widowed, mm-hmm. about 19% of them have two or more partners. Oh, wow. You begin to look at... <laughs> so after divorcing, freedom and justice. Freedom and justice. <laughs> now, the, the men who are divorced or separated, if mm. you look at their, you know, the rate at which they have sexual intercourse, with people who are not their wives, if yeah. you look at the percentage of those men, it's around 70%. Wow. So 70% of divorced men or, or separated men mm. tend to have sexual intercourse with people who are not their wives or are not even living together. Oh, so wow. That's actually the interesting. That, that's very interesting revelation. And, and the, the, the worrying part of it is the linkage of those who do not protect themselves mm-hmm. uh, during sexual intercourse yeah. to the spread of HIV AIDS, that's really a big deal. Um, did the uh, survey also make recommendations? Well, so one thing that you can actually deduce from this survey is the age range 15 to 25, mm. uh, 24 years, about 10% of them having unprotected sex or even having two or more partners. And we know that there's an age range that loves adventure. Yep. They want to try new things. They are into so many other things. Mm-hmm. And these are all the factors leading to the spread of HIV AIDS yeah. in Ghana. On the regional scale, we maybe will talk about that in the next bulletin, but <laughs> Greater Accra and Western North, for instance, are all leading. They're yeah, leading, leading in terms of people with two or more partners. But, but, but Greater Accra, yes, because already this place is congested mm-hmm. and uh, you have a, a lot yeah. of the elites here mm-hmm. because uh, part of the research said that uh, the, more, the, more the more people get men educated, get educated, the, the more they the cheat. It's the men, not the women. <laughs> okay, so greater cry, yes, but Western North. I was also surprised seeing Western North um, having that percentage of their population uh, in that category. Mm. But mm. I mean, we will be speaking to the Sasco service for, for further clarity on, on this. But it's interesting that Western North has 21%, and it's actually the highest. If you look at this um, category amongst all the 16 regions, so Western North is leading, uh, followed by the Greater Accra region. There's Volta region, 
and there are other regions like the Upper East and then also Western region. But, but the age range again, Kofi, because normally it's between the ages of, uh, let's say, 35 upwards. That's mm -hmm. when you think that uh, a lot of men are well employed or mm -hmm. they have good jobs yeah. and they are well paid. Mm -hmm. And so they have a lot of money to do all, I mean, all this nonsense yeah. stuff. <laughs> but if you look at the 15... Between 15 and 24, right. 24. 20, is it 24, 24. right? Yeah. Who are having multiple partners? I mean, this is the age where people are it's now in school. They are in school or they are now getting out of university. They are now going to look for jobs and they have time to do all of this. That's surprising. That's surprising. I mean, and, and one other thing that's interesting is that if you compare, uh, if you do the gender mix, the number of um, Males between the ages of 15 and 24 who said they are actually into uh, multiple partners. And the male side is higher than those at the female side. Mm -hmm. So we asked ourselves a very simple question. We know this era where we talk about main chicks and side chicks. So it yeah. could be that, I mean, you ask a young guy who is between the ages of 15 and 24, he'll say, oh, Charlie, I get one girlfriend plus, I mean, some other side chicks, but the women believe that they are the main chicks. So when you ask them that, are you into multiple partners? They say, oh, I, I only have him. So because they don't know that they have... Yeah, they, <laughs> they don't know that their men have yeah, other women aside them. So you think that you're a main chick, but the but they, you as a yeah, side, side chick. Not one side chick. <laughs> then... That's quite an interesting survey, but of course, we'll have to have a conversation on how to reduce the spread mm, of, the of age, HIV yeah. AIDS because, I mean, the report is so clear that a lot of them are not using contraceptives. They are not protecting themselves mm -hmm. whilst uh, doing all of this. So that's an interesting one, but that conversation will continue. Let's get on to other stories. Masquerade Festival is an incredible celebration that brings together vibrant colors, captivating performances, and rich cultural traditions. A labor group in Tema is taking advantage of the captivating nature of all its attributes combined to solicit support for needy children in the community. Joining us is Caleb Mensa has more in the following report. Basically, the Labour Masquerade Society was formed to influence the kids in the neighborhood, to show love and care, and to draw the wrong ones to us so that we can advise them to be a better person in the neighborhood. The last time we sponsored a child, some of the children came to say, Pastor, um, me too, I'm going to learn hard. I'm going to make sure I do well in school so that you can help me get some books. We organization, how they arrange their things, their settings from the leaders to the little guys. Even when we are marching, you can see them coordinating well, talking about their attire, the colors they use, the meanings behind the designs they do. It's very like brilliant for a new group like Labour Masquerade. Imagine, imagine, you promote African culture. Um, 
this year, no boy and targeting a thousand two hundred. But because of the Malayan man of exceed your name, especially see pressure on power, pressure on go for legend. Sisiano, thousand two hundred nano air and target. Up on more than that, up on thousand four hundred. As at now, in the twenty third, still a good deal of money. You put your profile in. What's our going to see why I really know better? Oh, baby, they are going to do. The only masquerade team that gives food to its children, and we have children close to about 400. We feed all of them, we give them lunch, we give them rice, egg, we stew, we, we buy them um, yogurts, we buy them snacks, anything possible. So, almost every parent in our community wants their children to be with that. Talking about joy, I'm expecting a whole lot this year, honestly, because I know we are large in number, we've taken a great bond. And then they're going to play new tunes, like good tunes for us to dance. Because I have my dancing sneakers on, I have new moves I like to show out and all that. So, Labour is a very great group, honestly. Talking about the groups here in Tema. on the street and we'll try as much as possible for people to know that this is what we are made of. We are professionals coming from diverse groups. We don't sit in our idle homes during the x months. We need to reach out to people, give out to them, let them smile by giving their token to them on the streets so that they will not see professionals and people who are always in the background. So we are using the Masquerade as a way of reaching the vulnerable people in the society. That is what we stand out for. This is even their third year, and they are doing extremely good in the labor community. This is not Tadi, this is Tema. We're still live on Joyny's desk. Let's take a break. When we return, there's business. Across Africa, a new era has begun. Shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with one purpose, to create and share opportunities to grow.
Today, we are making a brighter tomorrow, built by our dreams and our energy. Across our continent, across the world, we are creating a better way to a better future. The Pan-African Future, together. EcoBank, a better way, a better Africa. the marriage, you get the certificate before you get into the marriage, so you don't know what is ahead of you. What would make your partner walk out of the relationship? Probably when he finds me cheating. Oh, no, no, no. When I get home, I'll explain it. I want to go into politics. Want to go into politics? Yes, yes, not yes. If you love me, love me right. in the day i was gonna man but something was missing until i found the one hd plus is not your regular free to air decoder for a small fee you get to experience great services and exciting world of content dial star 879 hash on your mobile phone and subscribe for as low as 290 cities hash them this one is different the images are five times clearer in hd picture quality and i'm loving the feely feely experience HD Plus, I love you. But I'm still here. <laughs> HD Plus, for better? For less. That's right. Get your HD Plus decoder from any Electroland outlet or our dealer shops. Hello, good morning. This is the business segment on Join News Desk with me, Pius Kujobaka. The Ichimakwa Numan Rural Bank in the Shanti region is working on strengthening its online banking presence to ease the difficulty in accessing deposits and loans for business and personal purposes. Chief Executive Office of the Bank, Samuel Bonsusetra, says investors and stakeholders are being engaged to enhance products and services on the bank's mobile app. Here's more. Digitization of the banking sector is gaining grounds as many financial institutions adopt online banking strategies in ensuring the convenience of customers in accessing services. The Achimakwaoma Rural Bank is promoting the use of its mobile application. Samuel Buntusetre is chief executive. And we plan to deepen the operation of the mobile app. We have engaged other stakeholders who have brought on added products onto the mobile app that we are currently operating. And so customers can push money from their mobile wallet into their account or they can take money out of their account into their mobile wallet and cash it out at any mobile money vendor that is close to them. We did this because we realized that 
mobile money vendors are very widely spread and with the mobile app it means that customers can do banking in the convenience of their neighborhoods and sometimes even in the convenience of their rooms because you can have a mobile money vendor right beside your window and so we have brought banking very close to our customers through the mobile app and we'll continue to deepen this despite the country's challenged economy the atrimakwa rural bank recorded a profit of over 36 million ghana cities this is a 300 percent increase on the figure recorded in the previous year and an all-time high gain since the bank's establishment 40 years ago mr bosesetri says the bank leveraged the financial situation to offer more credits to boost businesses we have a strategy that we adopt each year to plan around the opportunities and challenges that we envisage in the approaching year. So last year was no different. We strategized in such a way that we were able to take advantage of the opportunities that the year presented. And by God's grace, by the end of last year, we were able to make a profit of 36.6 million, which was about 300% over and above the profit for the previous year, 2022. And so we wish to assure our customers, our stakeholders, that we will continue to be the profitable bank that they know. The CEO spoke to Lab Business during the opening of its latest branch in the Kumasi Central Business District of Edum. The new branch acts on the 10 already functioning branches in the Ashanti region. Already, the branch has recorded over 1,000 account openings with hopes of extending coverage. Board Chairman Emmanuel James Ousubunsu says the bank is building capacity of staff to improve services and operation. We have put in place measures to make sure that uh, uh, competence is sustained, uh, uh, excellence with regard to output is maintained, there's continuous training and update of our workers. Every sector of the working class goes through periodic training from the, the lease to the board. For John News, my name is Emmanuel Brantwick. The Cote d'Ivoire Ghana Cocoa Initiative is making a strong push for a review of the living income differential for cocoa farmers, which currently requires buyers to pay an additional $400 per ton of cocoa on top of the floor price. Now, through the Cocoa Initiative, Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire, the leading exporters of cocoa, are seeking to take control over the determination of the value of the cash crop on the international market. Speaking in an exclusive interview on foreign affairs with Blessed Soga, Executive Director of the Cote d'Ivoire Ghana Cocoa Initiative, Alex Savonoso, said after the last review, factors such as inflation call for an increase in the cocoa value chain. So far, I will not say we haven't got any benefits. If you look, uh, you know, today we can say Ghana is cocoa, same like Cote d'Ivoire. So we had benefits. But if we look at the bigger scale, indeed, we are not getting what we are to do, which is kind of normal if we produce only raw material and we export. Um, and today, with the vision of the head of state of Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana, so the president and the and Ghana, to come together was to really shift the paradigm. So instead of just producing, is to kind of join force to influence the market, but also to start bringing programs and projects 
that will transform the sector. So it's about more processing in country, it's about processing so that we can create more value and creating value will then help us bringing more back to the farmer. So we have to close the gap that has been happening for so many years where we have been seeing just a volume of the cocoa low quality productions but to a high quality cocoa to also high value back to farmer and I think that's a key priority mm -hmm. and this is part of the partnership we are both countries are having. Okay. Are I'm looking you're asking that the world market considers changing the price value of cocoa uh, and that, that the cost should be covering production as well. It's What's not the, the market, it's us. Ah, okay. So well, we well, are producing, yes. we need to put and we have put already in policy mm -hmm. the value of our cocoa. Right. Anyone who is not willing the, to pay it. What's the selling? So the living income yes. right. differential price, for example, is a system mechanism which define a flu price, which is based on cost of production. So four years after, we have to review because the value has changed. There's an inflation in our countries, post-COVID, many issues, yeah. compliance because of certain regulations. So these are the things that we are going to put now into numbers. But today, the market price we have is very close to, to this, what represents all this compliance. And for us, this is the future fight, which is the value of the cocoa. And no one will tell us, we are going to tell, because we know the cost and our policy need to match it and reflection need to make on which sanctions or anyhow whoever who doesn't uh, follow this. Uh, final two questions. That's it for business. I am Pius Kujubakamo.